0: Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan
1: sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Today, I have Nina Sabnani with us. Nina Sabnani is an artist and storyteller who uses film, illustration, and writing to tell her stories. She graduated in painting from the Faculty of Fine Arts, Vadodara and received a master's degree in film from Syracuse University, New York, which she pursued as a Fulbright Fellow in 1997. Her doctoral research at IDC focused on Rajasthan's covered storytelling tradition. After teaching for two decades at the National Institute of uh, Design, Ahmedabad, Nina has made Mumbai her home. Currently, she is a professor of, uh, at the Industrial Design Center, IIT, Bombay. Uh, Nina's research interests include exploring dynamics between words and images in storytelling. Her work in film and illustrated books seeks to bring together animation and ethnography. Uh, so, thank you, Nina, uh, for giving us your time. And it's a real honor to have you on audio AudioGAN. Thank you. Uh, so... Yeah, I've kept the uh, topic name as landscape of uh, animation in India. So can you tell us a brief history of uh, Indian animation? I mean, uh, in terms of what were the key milestones, how it has evolved? So, animation
0: was introduced to India a long time ago. Like even Dadasaheb Phalke is supposed to have, you know, experimented. Yeah. Then there were people in Bengal, whoever had access to a uh, movie camera and they could do stop frame animation. Mm-hmm. They were doing it, uh-huh. but it was never really uh, a part of our, uh, you know, language. Of, of communication or just
1: storytelling
0: or storytelling because we were more into you know oral narratives and you know and don't forget we were under the British colonial rule for a very long time yeah so when when cinema and cinema was not it's not very mm. old you know as a as a technology mm. so when it came it came to people with means in India okay. and only after we got our freedom you know in uh, and Nehru was in this uh, you know building the nation kind mm-hmm. of na- nationalism was high and nation building was very you know important mm. for the government that uh, they set up the films division mm-hmm. and in films division they had a, a section for children's film okay. and for some reason you know in animation got introduced to India mm. through the government mm-hmm and as a propaganda tool. Uh So in 1956 there was a person invited from the Disney studios, Mm -hmm. Claire Weeks, Mm -hmm. he came and he trained the first lot of animators in India, in which you you will know Ram Mohan who is supposed to be the father of Indian animation. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was one of the students of Claire Weeks, Mm -hmm. so 1956 they set up a cartoon unit at uh, the films division, mm-hmm. a special unit. Mm-hmm. Only thing was that that time they were, you know, and those days they used to show animation as a part of the main feature, you know. So just before the main feature film started mm-hmm. in any cinema hall, mm-hmm. there would be one was the newsreel, correct, and the other one was a little cartoon. Mm-hmm. So they they were showing a lot of Disney films mm-hmm. also because mm-hmm. India was not producing that much. So when mm-hmm. the cartoon unit came, they were making more like kind of propaganda films, okay. like, you know... Uh, Educating yeah. the... Yes, because how else do you reach? Now we have TV. There was no TV then. Yeah. So how do you reach a mass? You know. Mm. So that and people don't go to you know learn things. You know when they go, they go for entertainment. Mm. So before you start the main entertainment, mm. you know you you see a little bit of animation. So but was it
1: effective?
0: We don't know. Mm. But it was definitely it uh, it was uh, something that people started associating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Disney films for entertainment and uh, the government FD films with social communication. Mm -hmm. So there were films on national integration, there were films on family planning Mm -hmm. and those kind of uh, things were there. So not until we have TV Mm -hmm. that animation really uh, becomes what it is today. Mm -hmm. Even so, the people who experimented. Mm-hmm. With animation, mm-hmm. with the form, with the content, you know, at FD, at the cartoon unit, and mm-hmm. then they also set up. Like Ram Mohan also had his own, uh, and Vim Sen, and you know, uh, Kanti Lal These were the people who who were first, you know, the first animators one would say, like who were trained,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they uh, they had their own studios also. So they were doing commercials. Mm-hmm. And so some experimentation was going on, you know, in commercials as it is today. If you see the kind of, you know, experimental work that happens in animation, it normally happens either in uh, commercials or it happens in, you know, little um, TV, you know, on TV, but not on the regular, not long films, Mm. not in the feature uh, Mm. film, uh, you know, category, not so much. Mm then we are jumping the gun. Yeah. What <laughs> I'll come back to you on on the history. Yeah. So uh, what happens is the films division cartoon unit continues to, you know, make these films yeah. And they also started children's film society. Mm. See, because just having making films is not enough. You also have to get it out to people. So once those things stopped, you know, when people stopped showing uh, the newsreel, Mm. they stopped. They 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 didn't have these kind of you know uh, films to be by Disney. They couldn't pay or something. I don't know whatever the reason was that it was stopped. And they gave way to commercials, you know. So s- distributors and cinema hall, you know, operators were getting money to show commercials. So why mm. would they show these kind of uh, films? So somehow, somewhere, it stopped. Mm. So then the only out, out, you know, way to get these films out to the people mm. became a problem when television came then again these and now of course with uh, your online youtube and everything is available Mm -hmm. you know you can see things even fd has put a lot of its films you know online but otherwise it used to come on durdarshan you know then it started it sort of moved from there to there so it's been a very slow kind of a journey Mm -hmm. uh, especially because um, the way the commercial hindi Uh, Film, you know, the Bollywood caught up, Hmm. that kind of thing then happened with animation.
1: Correct, correct.
0: You know, it it was like, uh, Bollywood went from, you know, you look at the films that were, you know, in the 50s and you look at them today, there's some big sea change, you know, they have progressed in many ways, every aspect, technically, you know, content wise, it's more slick, you know, more, you know, looking at different things. Whereas animation has not been so quick because one, there are no takers, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have the kind of audience. Mm -hmm. Then we may say we don't have the audience because we don't have the kind of films, you Mm -hmm. know, we don't have the kind of films because there are not those kind of investors, you Mm -hmm. know, in these kind of things. And uh, whoever tried to do, you know, um, the kind of feature or long films in animation, Mm They were trying to do, you know, like just translate the oral, the mythological into animation. Now, animation has a very, it has a language mm-hmm. which you have to learn. Yeah. yeah. There's a script that is required, there's a way to engage an audience, which uh, when, you, when you make it just talking heads, mm-hmm. people don't enjoy it as much, you know. The talking head seems to work on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids love, you know, kids love to watch things that I watch, you know, what these kids watch today on TV. A lot of talking heads, but there's also a lot of, you know, uh, interesting storytelling. Mm-hmm. So both things are important. Yeah. yeah. So once the TV comes, then there is a little bit more than there are film festivals, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and there's some deregulation that happens with, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, you have deregulation happening with television. Mm-hmm. So now we have many channels, you know. Yeah. Uh, in in I mean, I was a student when we did animation. We couldn't even buy film stock on our own. Mm-hmm. You had to be a producer, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to go and buy this thing. You couldn't process the film in Ahmedabad where I was studying or working. You had to come to Bombay, you know, mm-hmm. and you were not a, a feature filmmaker, so you had a small little reel <laughs> which mm-hmm. nobody had the time to process, you know, it would take 15 days, they were called Russian, but <laughs> it would take like a month, you know, to get our mm-hmm. film actually processed to see what we had shot.
1: Mm-hmm. So, it's come a long way. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to actually slightly go back to the same question and uh, uh, see if there are any references earlier to Dada Sahib Phalke also. Because recently when I, I attended a workshop by uh, Amrit Gangar, and he said Chitrapat is uh, actually a very old... Uh, yeah, I mean, also. sure. So was, there, was there animation in form of puppet or... Of course, you have
0: Rajasthani puppets, you have Patachitra, you yeah. have the fur, you have the coward. Of course, these are, you know, these are all four... Uh, what do you Not traditionally
1: it? fitting in the animation scene, no, but as the, like the way we perceive animation today.
0: Yeah, even that is changing because even now uh, today we are again going back to the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, you have these performance animation mm-hmm. where people are actually you know going from one frame to the other. Mm-hmm. The animation is happening in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, we are going you know like turning the whole circle all the way back to the yeah. same thing, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Sure, there are India. yeah, different. Sure, there are you know forerunners to to animation. Some people have also said that if you look at the cave paintings of you know uh, whether it's in Bhimbetka in India or you look at the Altamira, Lasco, you know caves hmm. that those are, uh, are Egyptian paintings you know so long ago that people this need to see motion mm-hmm. is an old one mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that is,
1: uh, yeah, I think we'll venture into something more intense uh, (laughs) with that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cool. So uh, like, are there any different types of animation? I mean, in terms of style, because at the one, like for a layman, at least at one spectrum, I see Toy Story, Finding Nemo and one kind of animation at that end. And then as there is other work which you have done and I have seen, or right from uh, the Doors Roshan uh, series, uh, the, the clips also about Ek Chidiya and Ek Chidia. So, So there are this huge, huge uh, styles defined, yeah. right? So can you tell us more about it uh, so that uh, it can be like at mm-hmm. least documented that people who would be interested in getting an- into animation, they are at least exposed to. Uh, A number of styles and uh, not restrict in a very specific frame.
0: Yes, I I think you know there is always something that is mainstream and then there is the experimental work, Hmm. you know. Hmm. So we always start with some experiment and then it becomes the norm. Hmm. So, of course, you know, uh, because earlier, and and it depends on the kind of films that you're making, the kind of technology that is available to you. Hmm. So when people had, you know, to shoot under a camera, you know, they had to put the artwork and you know expose it frame by frame, or they were making feature films, then they had to evolve a style that many people could follow. Mm-hmm. And it was simple to do. So mm-hmm. that's why if you see the kind of what is now come to be known as the Disney kind of animation, so what happens in that is there's a very high quality drawing yeah. and then you know it is done on it's called cell animation so you know you draw it on cell and then you paint it from the back and then you reuse some of those things you know then you have cycles mm-hmm. because uh, animation is a very tedious process you know, right. to do yeah. so they developed a kind of ways and means by which they could reuse some of those things so if somebody had to walk so you made a walk cycle and then you made the background you know slide at the back
1: mm-hmm.
0: and because you you had to make it transparent so obviously you used tell cell mm-hmm. what is celluloid sheet you know yeah, and you yeah. can paint on it yeah. so you paint on one side the uh, outline on one side you paint the color from the back mm-hmm. so that was there for the longest time mm-hmm. then you when you have uh, you know the it's possible to actually get a kind of a tracing sheet on which you can draw with a pencil. Mm -hmm. Suddenly the animators realize we don't have to stick to this. Mm -hmm. So the National Film Board of Canada is one of the first, uh, you know, wants to really try out all kinds of forms and techniques Mm -hmm. for animation. So they tried out you know stop frame animation and i'm not saying only national film board of canada all across the world if you look at the czech you know animation you see what happened in zagreb and you know those kind of animations you see they were trying out various things mm-hmm. so from you know puppets to stop frame animation to working with sand to working with materials mm-hmm. you know animating and uh, like uh, Norman McLaren you know he started this thing with animating, uh, he made painted sound, Mm -hmm. he experimented with that Mm -hmm. and then he drew directly onto film Mm -hmm. and it came to be known as camera less animation Mm -hmm. and then you have Caroline Leaf. So there are lots and lots of people who started but all of this was available uh, on you know in small bits in film festivals and Mm -hmm. things and it's very personalized. So if you want to make a feature, it's very hard to retain that style that so many people follow that style. If an individual animator is doing it, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But you know, if if say 200 people have to animate and if you are making a feature, you have a very big team. All of them to follow your style Mm -hmm. is awesome. When you have, uh, you know, the uh, software, suddenly software has become available by which you can do 2D animation, 3D animation, again it becomes possible. Mm to do this you see technology has a big role to play correct, in correct. the kind of forms and styles yeah. that you you know you will evolve mm-hmm. in in animation mm-hmm. so now now everything uh, people are doing you know because now there's no the only limitation is your imagination mm-hmm. so i could work with you know the kachi artists you know with embroidery i can animate embroideries mm-hmm. i can animate you know the painted carved you know on wood mm-hmm. So nobody, uh, I have no limitations of the uh, thing now. Mm. I'm not limited by oh, I can't do this. Mm. You know, in the past, if, if I, even if I wanted to, to animate cloth, it'd be damn tough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How to move it?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting, because that naturally flows into my next question. so in India, uh, what do you think students uh, should more concentrate on, like the medium or the message? Uh, I mean, uh, shall I quote? Like, shall yeah. I
0: quote somebody who says that medium is the message? Okay, but yeah. so the thing is, you're Marshall McLahania, Yes, exactly. Yeah. So now the thing is, um, as an animator, you're you're uh, you know, you don't have actors. You are the actor. Hmm so you have to know acting mm. <laughs> you have to have the you have to have the skills to you know create images yeah whether you use somebody's images or you create your own images but visual language is important mm. to understand that language is important mm. and and just having a nice visual language is not sufficient you should know how to tell a story yeah so you know it's like that uh, there's a very interesting uh, story i remember now from one of those uh, uh, you know uh, Sanskrit texts on how to create you know uh, an image you know. Mm. So there is a uh, there is a king he goes to this sage mm. who is a master and he says I want to learn how to make these sculptures of God so that I can understand the Gods. Mm. So he says sure but before you can do that you must learn how to uh, draw. So he says, Okay, teach me drawing. He says, But before you learn how to draw, you must understand rhythm. Mm. So you must learn music. Mm. So he says, Okay, then he says, But before that, you must know dance. Mm. So actually, <laughs> he has to learn everything in order
1: to, mm. to,
0: Beautiful. to, be, to create that image. Yeah, yeah. So I think. I would say for an animator too it's not sufficient just to know one or the other then mm. you become a cog in the wheel mm. if you want to make your own films then uh, you must you must have a understanding mm. if not the skill of all aspects you know mm. whether it's understanding story and you know the script acting mm. music because animation flows no with music okay. And it, it it's so uh, you have to understand psychology because mm. you have to be able to create characters that you know are very loaded with symbols you know mm. that but they express everything. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, then that goes for any any form of for art any changes. form of art. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, this question was mainly uh, like geared towards understand since India is rich with a lot of uh, like Wish. philosophy mm. and. Uh, the philosophy of even telling stories has been very profound in India. So that was like mainly to understand that if at all uh, we have to venture as upcoming artists or upcoming students of animation, uh, would it be, yeah, but I think that that's... But uh, you
0: know, uh, I would be very careful there because one is that of course we have a very rich a tradition of you know image image making, mm-hmm. but it belongs in a context. You know, mm-hmm. it belongs to communities. You know, communities have been you know conserving and practicing them for ages. You cannot, as a as a filmmaker, you don't appropriate and say I'll I'll make it mine. You know, mm-hmm. you, you at least I feel that that it's nice then to work with those people. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's what I do in my work as well. You know, it's just like, uh, but I'm not saying that this is the only way. You know, but if you're looking at inspiration, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you're saying that you know, and we have all this. What are we doing with this? Mm -hmm. But I think we 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 should definitely you know uh, look into that direction, but together with them rather than. Just steal their art. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That I think. Yeah. Uh, so, where do you think uh, India stands when it comes to art of storytelling, both in terms of the medium or the story itself? I mean, uh, this question is mainly to understand uh, like when we are so rich uh, in our stories and uh, traditions. Uh, it's not evident. In the media itself, so like uh, with the contemporary animation, obviously. So, can you tell us what or why where it is lacking?
0: It's lacking in you know in the way we we are interpreting them, in the mm. way we are understanding you mm. know what it is, and uh, we we are uh, we cannot just use the same methods in the way you know
1: the best the, like,
0: no, not just the west but even our own traditions hmm. so you know each each like say theater theater hmm. has a certain form you know okay. it works in a particular way hmm. now you cannot you know yeah, that's how cinema started no it started like uh, literally just, yeah, uh, about, just yeah. like that. so i think uh, you know when you do that then something is lacking so hmm. you have to evolve your language you know hmm. so animation will have its own language now when you're trying to utilize a you know form that exists you know something like say I'm I'm looking at embroidery mm. now uh, one is I can do it exactly how it is you know the other is you know I can I have to use it I have to still use my cinematic language so mm. I have to understand the cinematic language and then use it to tell the story that you know they want to tell mm-hmm. so storytelling is important but storytelling in the form where you have to understand that certain things are going to be done by the image, certain things are going to be done by the voice. You know mm-hmm. what somebody is going to speak. Certain things are going to happen by what, how, what acting is happening. You know what symbols you are using, mm-hmm. and the music. Mm-hmm. So it's just all these things. If everything is, you know. Uh, uh, imitating each other, like the man is saying, they coke on ayah, then somebody came. You know, it's so literal. When you mm-hmm. make it so literal, then you it, you don't hold the attention. So, this tightness between what you're showing, what you're saying, what you're hearing, and what is it that you don't say at all, mm-hmm. which you leave for the audience also to surmise on their own, and that's the fun.
1: Mm-hmm. See,
0: as, as a even as a spectator, you enjoy that you come to certain conclusions of your own without being told everything.
1: Correct. We
0: tell too much.
1: Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> one of the reasons would be because it's always perceived as a children's. Uh, I think, the heavy problem. Yeah, that I think it that has means.
0: been you know because it was started that way yeah. you know so somewhere in people's mind it has been now associated only with children mm-hmm. so they don't see the potential of it for you know adults.
1: Yeah I've seen this with magic also for example because when magic is uh, when we think of it in a traditional sense uh, at least in the Indian context it's always uh, right. in parties or birthday parties in that way but if you look at I don't know, I can generalize as best, but generally if you see a lot of uh, uh, magic done in Europe or in uh, US, uh, they are much more evolved in terms of the skill set also and the storytelling also. So I guess, the, the like yeah, I'm, I'm sort of getting the answer that you first need to master the medium mm. of uh, storytelling in general and then get to... Uh, really? But you have
0: to also see storytelling in terms of image images. So now you you see graphic novels; they also tell stories. But mm. you know, it's just there's also movement. There's everything in that, you know. Yeah. Uh, which is imitating? It's very cinematic in its in yeah. its approach. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that you know animators shouldn't learn only by looking at other animations. Mm. You should look at other art forms around
1: them. Yeah, yeah. That's what I feel. Yeah. So, Neenam, I would like to conclude with the last question, which is uh, I think very close to what you're doing right now. So, what are the possible uh, research areas in animation, uh, especially uh, for Indian uh, students or aspiring artists or uh, like future animators?
0: so there are three ways in which you may explore you know i mean what you could do in terms of research mm-hmm. one is uh, in a, you see uh, what are the various ways in which you can animate you know the forms mm-hmm. the techniques or whatever mm-hmm. the other is you know the very many ways in which uh, you uh, understand how people are receiving animation it could be how audiences receive animation or how do you see animation you know we are always used to seeing animation in a screen
1: mm-hmm.
0: but now you know you see people doing um, still the screen is uh, we are caught in that yeah. but uh, you know people are doing this uh, performance animation so they are perform, you know, doing things and so that's trying to see how people where the animation is happening
1: Mm-hmm. inside
0: your head you know in your imagination or just actually you see the whole thing unfold in front of you mm-hmm. or the memory of you so in that sense you know mm-hmm. uh, it can also be in, in audience studies like I said it could also be with different materials you know. Mm-hmm. and in my case for example I'm, I'm exploring it as a way of you know my research findings how do I represent them mm-hmm. so I have been with a community I've been with a community that creates its own art. Mm-hmm. And it has its reasons for creating that art. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing their voice, their uh, art into a public you know, consciousness by animating it.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: when you see a you know, by somebody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you don't know what it actually means to them
1: mm-hmm. or
0: what meaning they're investing into it. You see it for what you can understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you go to a museum, you see an object. The object doesn't tell you the story, mm-hmm. but when you animate it, you know, and it's uh, there is a narration behind it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's also a way of conserving a a voice, you know, which which is which what we call this intangible heritage. Mm-hmm. So I see I see animation doing that as well.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> cool. Uh... Yeah, I think this is a good note to end this. Uh, obviously, there are thousands of things unexplored in the whole uh, scheme of animation. Uh, and I would also like to have one more audio again with you where we probably deep dive into covered storytelling, which is your major work. Uh, but yeah, I think this is uh, good for this uh, session. So thank you once again for giving us your time. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to you.
0: Thank you, Thanks a lot. And that's it from today's Gyan session. Catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher or any podcasting app you use. Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on audiogyan.com. Till then, bye.